Welcome to the Broken Green Chair, the show where you listen to a stubborn girl who doesn't change her broken chair talk about her reading journeys. I'm Elif and today I will tell you about how I used to read and how I read now. You may find parts of yourself while you are here, so make sure to listen all the way through. The first time I crossed path with books, I think it was because of a tape player. It was given to my mom by my aunt and it was an old grey tape player, nothing sort of what a four-year-old girl likes. But until I learned how to read, I was inseparable from that hideous tape player. I think it was because it came with tapes that has had those audiobooks in them, fairy tales for children like Hansel and Gretel or Snow White. I listened to those tales night and day from that tape player and I remember daydreaming about them every second that I was awake. That was probably a sign of what would happen if I learned how to read. I learned how to read like how I learned to walk and talk. It was quick and natural, like I was supposed to read, I was born to read. It was like ecstasy and I don't even know how to explain what I felt when I was reading back then. It was an out of world experience and I loved it. I felt complete. When I read, I didn't see words. It was more like a movie was playing before me and I usually forgot that I was reading. Even now, whenever I remember something, I get confused if the scenes I rem- I'm remembering are from a movie or a book. I would cry and laugh with characters. I think what I did back then wasn't reading. I was literally living, feeling the books. My teacher and my parents never, they never had to force me to read. There was actually a time where my mom hid my books because she was worried about me. We'll get to that later. I first read all the books that were given to me by school, but it wasn't enough. Then I started to choose books every time we went to shopping and when my mom said that I could only choose one thing. My dad was also a teacher and whenever he came home he brought a book with him to give me. For six years I only wanted books as birthday presents. At school I exchanged books with older students. I read anything I could read. My thirst for words were impossible to satisfy. During that desperate times of trying to quench my thirst, I met with many great authors. But there were four that I can say without hesitation had a great effect on me as a kid. First was Jules Verne. I think many can relate to this. Around the world in 80 days, 20,000 leagues under the seas, five weeks in a balloon and his other great works. I was mesmerized by them. I think it's thanks to him that I developed an adventurous soul. If an obstacle appears before me, I think to myself, yay, adventure. Second was White Fang by Jack London. Most of you probably read it and 
can understand when I say that that book made me feel so many complex emotions for the first time. It also made me aware of unpleasant fears of myself. I had many nightmares about the part where White Fang's mother didn't recognize him after being separate for years and attacked him to protect her new puppies. That was a scary scene for the little me. Third was The Black Beauty by Anna Seville. After reading it, I was extremely conscious about animals, but I also slightly grew an obsession over horses. Before I get to the book that affected me the most, and yes, it's a book I read as a little kid, let me remind you that I didn't read these books once or twice. I read them for like 20 times, over and over. When I read them, it was like the closest I ever get to satisfaction. Now, if we get to the fourth and the most important one for me, it was a book series called Ufaklık Servan Peşinde by Tuncer Altınköprü. I like the name Ufaklık a lot, but apparently it makes the book sound like it's for two-year-olds, so the author changed its name to Servan Peşinde later. I'm sure that all of you had magical moments while you were growing up. Moments that may not mean anything to someone else, but are very precious to you. Meeting the books of the Ufaklık Servan Peşinde series was magical like that to me, but you may not be able to understand. So I would like you to think about your magical moments while listening to my story. It was a late summer night when my aunt, my mom and I were shopping at a grocery store that we usually don't go. I was at third grade and my mom allowed me to buy only one thing. So as always I looked for books. There was a tiny stand with a few books on it at the very back. I was disappointed but still looked for my new adventure. Then I saw a little pocket book with a red dragon on its cover. The name of the book was misspelled. Ateş Kentan Kaçış with only one T. So it was like Ateş Kentan Kaçış. I have the book in my hands right now and it still looks magical to be honest. <laughs> There were two more pocket books that looked like looked alike with the misspelled one, so I made a deal with my aunt and bought those three books. Turns out they were the second, fifth and the ninth books of the Ufaklık Servan Peşinde series. On the way home, I turned on the lights inside the car, ignoring my dad's complaints, and started reading. And I read those books until 8th grade. There were a total of 16 books, now it's 25, the author kept writing. And I read those books every day, during recess, at the school box. I just had one on me at all times. I still don't understand why I was so addicted to those books. They were just about two kids going through adventures like finding an ancient city under the Marmara Sea or stopping smugglers from selling our ancient trees. At some point they went to space and there were aliens but anyways it was just a children's book. But here I am at 90 years of age and still talking about it. I remember when I was little Whenever there was something that troubled me, I would think to myself, what would Ufaklık do? And it actually made me more mature, 
if that makes sense. When I was at 8th grade, my mom started to get worried about my obsession with the series. I would read them until the book was finished without sleeping, even though I had memorized them at that point. So she hid them and only gave them to me a year after. It's embarrassing to admit, but it was tough at first. But when I got my books back, I was extremely excited and held the first book with the craziness of an addict and started reading. I could only read five pages. I couldn't go on anymore. It was so childish and the characters were so cringy. I was devastated and scared that if I was to continue reading, my magical memories of the book would be replaced by the unpleasant ones. I haven't read one word from those books until now. After that experience, I tried to read books like I used to, but it was different. I couldn't feel the books anymore, so my addiction to books were over. Movies and TV series replaced them pretty quickly. I felt really bad towards books, but I also didn't try to keep reading them like I used to. Today I don't read much and I think that it's weird for someone to love reading so much when they were little, but then just let it go. Like the girl who wanted only books for her birthday is a stranger now. I never had challenges on my way to literacy. Writing also came really naturally to me. I was obsessed with writing as much as I was to reading. But today, all my poems I used to write are getting dust inside my closet. All the stories I had started are unfinished in my notebooks, and even the diary I kept for 11 years has stopped on a date like I was dead. And I really might be, considering how I lost a really big part of me. I think my challenge towards literacy is starting now. Figuring what went, figuring what went wrong and to retrieve my missing piece. That's the challenge I need to overcome. And the thing is that I know that I'm not alone. There are other kids like me who had lost their piece and they might even be listening to my story right now. I wish that all of us could find our missing piece and feel complete again. We have reached the end of our podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening while I talked about my reading journey and magical moments I had with books. And for the ones who experienced the same reading challenge as me, I hope I could remind you of your own magical moment so that you can enjoy reading like you used to. This was Elif and thank you for listening to The Broken Green Chair. Don't forget, a life without reading is like a broken chair that needs to be changed.